I'm Joe. Nice to meet you, brother. I love watching you grow up. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Touchdown! Is this the And Fernando Tatis Jr. A grand slam. Iguodala. It's funny to hear females talk about routes. Like. Welcome to from the back seat, hosted by Clark and Ethan. It's funny. And welcome to From the Backseat. Clark and I are now in a whole new realm. I know. We got this fancy banner. We're like live streamers now. We're professional. I know. Seriously, this is like a whole new kind of like, you know, functioning world for us, truthfully. Because here we are. We used to have the Riverside. Now I've changed it up. Going a little more advanced here. A little bit more diving deep. Diving a little bit deeper. So how have you been doing, Clark? Good, good. You know, I'm really stoked about the uh, NFL season getting closer and closer. I mean, the last week of preseason, everyone's wrapping up. Um, did a fantasy draft earlier in the day. So football season is certainly feeling the full swing effect right now. Uh, cannot wait to get to that. And week zero for college football was a big fan of that, even though some pretty meaningless games. But fall time is always a great time. Sports are around. Can't wait to get into some stuff today. Before we get into the NFL, because today is our big NFL prediction show, how are you feeling about the Padres? Um, I feel I feel better after the series. I know there's a lot of, I mean, what Josh Hader is happening to him right now, I, as I texted you earlier, it's pretty quintessential San Diego Padres. I mean, I know he had his struggles before he came over to us, but let's be honest, Josh Hader, for the better part of the last five years, has been the best closer in baseball. And now he shows up in San Diego and he doesn't know how to pitch. Um, that's pretty tough. I think otherwise offense, I liked that they came back to life. I know it was Kansas city, but sometimes it just takes that to get it going. Um, I feel all right with them. Really what's going on right now in the last wild card spot though, is just a suck off between us and the brewers to see who just sucks less. So, um, I think we're the more talented team. I've said that all year. I think the talent levels there I've, as anyone who's listened to me knows, but just a matter of piecing it together. So, uh, tough one today against Kansas city. Hate to see that, but move on, go and beat these series against the Giants, then one up against Arizona, and I think we'll be okay. Well, that's good. So are you excited to talk some NFL, get ready for the season? I am so stoked. You know, this is probably the most optimism I've had in a season in a long time, and it's garnered optimism for my team, as you can see them right, right there. There they are. Everyone thinks you're a Detroit Tigers fan, though. I know. It's because I know. I did live in Detroit, folks. I did. And I just like my head's blocking it. I do like the logo. I mean, living in Detroit, you just keep a banner. So I, I don't know. When people comment, oh, ha, 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 you're a Tigers fan. It's really not that rude. I like It doesn't offend me in any way. Well, before we get into it, let's thank our sponsor, which is Manscaped for today. So Manscaped has been sponsoring us for the better part of a month. And so support for today's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped are giving you this exclusive offer, which is 20% off with free worldwide shipping with the code BACKSEAT at manscaped.com. So the performance package 4.0 includes a bunch of things, which is the lawnmower 4.0, the weed whacker, which can help get those hairs in your nose and in your ears. It also comes with the crop preserver, which is some deodorant for your lower regions. 
some toner to make it make everything look nice, smell nice, the performance boxer briefs, and of course a travel bag to hold everything. The lawnmower is absolutely great. It works super well. It's a trimmer that just absolutely takes no time at all and is super safe, super easy to use. Manscaped is an incredible company from San Diego, so make sure to go check them out. Go get your own performance package and use the code BACKSEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Guys, I'm telling you right now, as someone who has used these Manscaped products, they work better than anything that you can find out there. I don't care if Bezos starts pumping something out over there at Amazon. Manscaped is top-of-the-line male grooming stuff. From the weed whacker to the lawnmower, simply cannot find a better way to get yourself cleaned up and in shape, looking great for the evening out. Who knows? It's top-of-the-line stuff. You won't find anything better. Get yourself some Manscaped products today. For sure. Well, let's get into our show. And where we're starting is with She's a 10. So She's a 10 continues to be our biggest segment, continues to do numbers everywhere we put it. So we can't stop it now. So our first She's a 10, Clark, is she is a 10, but she auto-picked her fantasy football draft. Oh, gosh. If she's auto-picking her – well, first off, I will give credit that she's in a fantasy football league. I like that. That's nice. Maybe she wants to be a part of the league that you're in. Who knows? But if she's auto-drafting, it shows that she really doesn't care that much. Maybe it's a fake fanship for being an auto-draft. However, it's not that big of a deal. I'll say an eight. Would love to see her draft, have her board filled out. But if not, it's okay. We can live with things like that. Totally understand. All right, so next up, she's a 10, but she's a Cleveland Browns fan. That's really bad these days, folks. Really bad. Really bad. Um, never good in the first place. Cleveland Browns fans, I will say this, talk a supreme amount of crap for a team that I think is actually, I know has never won an AFC North title since a realignment of the division, um, has like one playoff win. I know the Bengals hadn't had one for a long time themselves, but there's a lot of hype going on for a team that literally bounced in the AFC divisional round and beat crippled big Ben in the AFC wildcard game. So the Cleveland Browns, she's a Cleveland Browns fan of five. She's battle, I mean, Battle of Ohio rival. She's probably way too over her head about how good the Browns are when they're simply good talent. Who's a quarterback, though? I'm sorry. No one right now. And there shouldn't be anyone, but that's a different story. What about Josh Rosen? Yeah, I remember seeing some tweet out like, oh, well, the Browns are bringing in Josh Rosen. Maybe this can be the Kevin Stefanski. They can mold them in. Like, give me a break. Josh Rosen's so cooked. Jacoby Brissett, I think he's a fine fill in, but. The real quarterback who shouldn't even really be there on the team or in the league anymore. Uh, just she's a five. She's a five mid. All right, last one. She's a ten, but she yelled home run when your team scored a touchdown. That's fine. That's a ten. She's trying to be into the game. Who I know it's fine. Really, it doesn't matter that much. She's into the game that's going on. She's trying to learn the sport that you like. Should appreciate that. It's a ten. Who cares? All right. Well, that's good. All right, so let's get into start bench cut. Mm. So next segment, we got some start bench cut before we get into our NFL preview. So our first one, Clark, start bench cut. Chris Collinsworth, Tony Romo, or Troy Aikman? All right, uh, I'm going to actually, I will start off with who I'm going to cut first. I'm going to cut Tony Romo. Wow. So here's my reasoning for cutting Tony Romo. Uh, in the broadcasting world, there's a well-known thing that you are not supposed to talk over your play-by-play guy when he's in the middle of talking or calling out a game. 
Tony Romo does that religiously. And Jim Nance, I don't know how he puts up with it. Probably because he's an all-time pro. But Tony Romo overyells him on everything right before the snap starts. I know what he does pre-snap and breaking thing down is fantastic. But I just I, – I, I get annoyed when he talks over Jim Nance. It bothers me. So I'll, I'll cut him. Um, I'll go ahead and bench um, Troy Aikman. I think Troy's fine. He's like kind of maligned for me. If the Cowboys are playing, it's pretty difficult to watch. But otherwise, outside of that, I just think he's okay. He never really gets like too excited. I think his analysis is just fine. Doesn't really move the uh, needle for me. And my starts, Chris Collinsworth. I think Chris Collinsworth's great. I love the little uh, slide in that he does with Al Michaels every single time he comes in. I think that's a little uh, a fun, stupid thing. But uh, I also I, I like him and Al Michaels together a ton. I think they're probably the best football crew that there is. I think his analysis is good. I know people think he's a little wacky. I personally enjoy him. Chris Collinsworth, my start. Bench, Troy Aikman, and cut Tony Romo. Tony, if you just stop talking over Jim and let him speak sometimes, you wouldn't be getting cut. But here we are. Wow. I would definitely not cut Tony Romo. I know. You I love see your Tony point. Romo. You I love, love Tony. Tony. I think he's really interesting to listen to. I think Tony, like, don't get me wrong. Tony's ability and like to break down and call things out before they happen is really cool. However, I don't need the 30,000 ad libs in between talking over a Hall of Fame broadcaster who does a phenomenal job of calling the game. It bothers me sometimes. Well, luckily, Leland, Leland agrees with you. He's going to yeah, start with Collinsworth. Leland knows what's up. He knows what's good. Uh, so next up, start bench cut the AFC West, the AFC North, or the NFC West. Are we basing this off like best division to worst division? Yeah. Okay. So is AFC West, AFC North, AFC West, or no, NFC know, West? So AFC West, NFC North. West. Oh, NFC North. West and the AFC North. Yep. Okay. So starting AFC West this year, the AFC West this year has just turned into the gauntlet that anyone's going to have to run through. Uh, I think it's a division stacked. They're going to beat up each other inside the division for sure. Um, could see a lot of, not all of them going three and three, but I don't think there's any team that's going to go with like a five and two or six and zero oh scenario. Um, so I'll start them. Um, I will go ahead and bench. <sighs> Thinking about it now, this is a tough one. I'm going to bench the AFC North. I, I think the Ravens and Bengals are two title contender teams. Um, the Browns, if they can stay afloat until they get Dow, who should not be named number four back at quarterback, will be a certainly good force to be reckoned with. They have probably one of those talented rosters in the all of football. And then for everyone who thinks Pittsburgh is going to be really, really bad this year, uh, I've said that. Last year and for years previous to that, the Pittsburgh Steelers under Mike Tomlin do not know how to be bad. I don't care what the construct of things are. That team does not play bad football consistently. They will figure out to way, ways to win games that they should probably lose. So for that reason, I think there could be two teams that are big title contenders out of that division. And I think the other teams in that, if Cleveland gets number four back at some point, they'll be in that category themselves. And I think the Steelers play better than you know people will give them credit for. Cut the AFC, the NFC West. Um, I really like the Rams uh, when Aaron Donald isn't attempting to murder people with football helmets. Um, that's one big thing. Um, the 49ers, great roster. All hinges on the guy that plays quarterback. Trey Lance, love the talent there. Don't know what he's going to bring. But then the other two teams, Seattle's terrible. Seattle's going to be really, really bad. If you watch the preseason game, the fact that they have to choose between Drew Locke and they have to, between him and Geno Smith, unbelievably terrible circumstance to be in. 
And then finally, uh, Arizona, I think, is due for some regression. I really like Kyler Murray, but I don't see the Cardinals as a team that makes the playoffs. Or even at the end of the day, probably they'll have a good shot because the NFC is not that strong in terms of it's top heavy and then it falls off. So they'll maybe have a chance to squeak in there. But I think I would, yeah, again, I'm going to start the AFC West, bench the AFC North, cut the NFC West. Yeah, so Leland is starting the AFC West and benching the NFC West. So he's also a Seahawks fan. I know he is. See, that's that look, that just shows how unbiased I am in my analysis. It is. We have an NFC West representative fan in here saying that they would, you know, cut that division. And here we are. It's unbiased journalism, folks. That's all I ever deliver. So last one, start bench cut rivalries edition. Mm. The Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, or the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Hmm. That's a good one. Easy one to start. Ravens and Steelers. I think pound for pound the last 20 years, probably, that has been the hardest hitting and most competitive rivalry you could have seen in the NFL. Uh, Those two teams hate each other. Uh, There is, as a fan of a team in the AFC North, AFC North football is a very real thing, especially when it comes to smash mouth, physical, all over the board. Basically, like, just want to fight each other at all times. Um, Don't think there's been a better rivalry in the NFL the last 20 years than that. Uh, From my bench... I will bench Seattle and San Francisco. I know Seattle hasn't been great the last couple of years, but those matchups have been really, really good in the past in the early 2010s, um, postseason and regular season. And even now, when Seattle's not quite as good, they still, I think, will probably play them close just because of the matchup with Pete Carroll still being there and him still being a decent coach. San Francisco will probably roll both of them if Trey Lance is playing well. But I would still say that's the one that I go ahead and bench. And then I cut Dallas and – I'm sorry, Dallas and Philadelphia. Yeah, Dallas and Philly. That one, like, it's too – it's saturated for me now at this point. It's like anytime they have the opportunity to put it on for like a Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, they go ahead and do it. And I never remember the game being particularly good. Like yeah. I know historically speaking this is a very – good rivalry i'll acknowledge that but in its current state i remember the last time the two of them played i believe on monday night football dallas won by like 30 and it was a laugher so start ravens versus Steelers, bench seahawks versus 49ers and go ahead and cut the cowboys and eagles totally fearless leland totally agrees with you that's it right, see i mean it's almost like he knows what i'm gonna say before i say it yeah, he's, he's basically in your head right now. I know he is in some ways. All right, so let's get into predictions. Mm-hmm. So let's get into what most people are here to hear, which are all of our predictions, basically. Every division we're going to go through, we're going to go through the playoffs and do a Super Bowl prediction as well. So get ready. Let's strap in. And we're going to be starting at the AFC West. So, Clark, would you like to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. Um, AFC West, as I've just previously stated, I believe is the most difficult division of football to win this year. Um, I think there's a very real chance this team produces three. I won't go as far as to say four playoff teams. I think it's a little bit ambitious, but three is a very reasonable, I think almost an expectation for me. Um, in last place, I'll go last to first. All right, let's hear in it. In last place, I have the Oakland Raiders. I so think the o- How about this? How about if I match with you, I say, like, we say it to each other. Yeah. So I, I have the exact same f- 
bottom finisher. Yeah. So I have the Raiders at four. Um, I like the bringing in the skill position group that they have. Um, I think Devonte Adams adding him is huge. I think the defense is okay. Um, I think a lot of people are overhyping a quarterback in Derek Carr that I believe came off like a 24 touchdown to 16 interception season. I know he guarded them through a lot of turmoil, but let's be honest. And the Raiders are also about to possibly cut Alex Leatherwood. Their offensive line is already not very good. Also, their defensive line is really bad outside of outside outside of of one player. They don't generate a lot of pressure. So they're my number four team. Who do you got? My number four is the Raiders, too. Okay, uh, yeah, I yeah. have them at a record of eight and nine. I think they'll have a losing well, record long. this year. Gonna I'm go going low on them. I mean, they got to play the AFC West. And I know. That's gonna, I don't think they're going to finish 500 in the AFC West. I will say they're, this. No, I know. I take it back. The Chargers are the so, easiest. Yeah. So when I was picking the AFC West, I had every team go three and three besides for two, where I had one go four and two and the other one go two and four. And that's because who my number one team is, I think will beat the Raiders twice. All right, and all so, right. um, I mean, I, I like the Raiders. I just think their trenches are really bad. I mean, their skill positions are really good, but now Darren Waller is a question mark if he's going to start the year. I mean, Devontae Adams is incredibly good, but who's that third receiver on that team? Yes, they have Hunter Renfro, but they kind of don't have a third option. I mean, I guess you say Waller. Is there tight I guess. End? I mean, and then at the running back position, I think people are way overhyping Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is average at best he hasn't really he's shown love average but yeah i know what you're saying like people act like he's very he's just not he's he's fine he'll ground out the yards you need but he's not gonna be like a trendsetter so for me when i look at the raiders also their secondary is really bad and no one talks about that that secondary is really yeah. really bad so yes. mm-hmm. who do you have at third in the afc west so third the afc west i have the Denver broncos i am the same so I like obviously them bringing in Russell Wilson. I think it's a talented roster as is. Um, my biggest question with them, I think there's a little bit, not a question, but I think their skill position is a little bit overhyped. I like Javante Williams a ton in the backfield. Um, wide receiver core. I know people love Sutton, uh, Sutton, uh, KJ Hamler, and obviously Jerry Judy. Um, they missed Tim Patrick now, but as we've discussed, um, neither of those three guys have really proven a ton of consistent stability to play as a number one. So I have some question marks really there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just think they look to me as a as a third place team. I think they look as a team that probably, in my mind, will make the playoffs. They will be. I'll get. I'll tell you this now. They're my seven seed. So they are also my seven seed. So yeah, that's what I got. So yeah, so I have them at ten and seven. Um, I I think they're a good team. I think they have a lot of talent. I just don't think they're as good as the top two. Yeah. I think when it comes time, they're gonna drop games against teams that the top two are not gonna drop games against. Mm-hmm. I think Denver has all the pieces to be really good. They could break expectations. But to me, out of these AFC West teams, I actually think they have the biggest possibility of a boom or bust. Yeah. Like, they could end up with 12 wins, or they could end up with seven. Yeah. I think there's a big difference between how they can finish. So we'll just have to see once they get on the field. For sure. So, right, so my who second do you- place team, I'll tell you about my second place. This was tough. This was tough. Uh, second place, I have Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Kansas same. City. I have Kansas City finishing second. Um, I think people are underselling how big of a loss it is going to be Tyreek Hill not being there anymore. Um, Kansas City skill position took a big hit, certainly. Defense, question mark, still around it as well, too. Um, but, yeah, Kansas City, to me, they will be my five seed in the AFC. 
Um, they'll be the first wild card team, but I see them finishing probably around the 11 to 12 one mark. I think this is something that's going to be very close all season at the top between them and my number one team, but I have them as a second place in the AFC West. I'm exactly the same. I have them at 11 and six. They're my fifth seed. Again, they lost Tyree Kill, but they still have plenty of ammo to go out there. Mm-hmm. I just think when, I mean, everyone knows now who our number one teams are, which is the Chargers. Yeah. I just think when you look at the two rosters, the Chargers have so much more firepower all over the field that the Chiefs don't have. Yes, they have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they have Travis Kelsey. But the Chargers defense is just much better than the Chiefs. I think when you line it up, and I think that's going to be the difference, especially the only, at the yeah. edge position. I think a big thing, like this could flip too. Like the reason I was close on this, and I'll be honest, the biggest thing to me why I think Staley's a good coach, I think Andy Reid's better. That's the oh, guy totally that was agree. that was my toss up top. Um, I mean, I love Andy Reid. Um, I want to see some improvements from Staley. I'm gonna assume he's gonna make them as a second year coach now. Um I but I, that's why I kind of kept it closer as to who would be up for the Chargers for me, number one. I, I love Justin Herbert. I think you're putting around a team and in, in investing in him. The defense, they shored up a lot of holes where they needed to. Um, the offense, while I still would love to see them maybe get a guy who can run after the catch a little bit more, yeah. still for whatever it was, was one of the most efficient offenses in football last year. The numbers support that. I expect the same out of it this year, too. He's only going to get better. Um, I think for that reason, you know, again, the defense better, the offense being just as efficient as it was. I see them as the uh, number two seed overall in the AFC. I'm the exact same. Yeah. So, Clark, why don't you just list off quickly what your rankings were? Yes, for the AFC West? Yeah. So, first place Chargers, second place Kansas City Chiefs, third place Denver Broncos, fourth place Oakland Raiders. Sorry, not Oakland, Las Vegas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's okay. So, I had one, the Los Angeles Chargers, two, the Kansas City Chiefs, three, the Denver Broncos, and four, the Las Vegas Raiders, which Leland had the exact same list this entire time. Bang. So, Clark, how I think we do this so that we're, we're efficient because we got to go through seven more yes. of these is I think what we do is you say your list off the top. Yeah. And then I'll say what's different about mine or we can pick teams to talk about. Yeah. Because I sure. think it'll take a long time if we talk no, about every single one. I agree. All right. So we are going on to the NFC West. So what is, what is your lineup of the NFC West right now? So, again, I'll go. I will, do you want me to go bottom to top? Yeah, go bottom to top. All right, fourth place, and who I have is my number one overall pick this season, the Seattle Seahawks. They will finish as the worst team in the NFL. I'm sorry, Leland. I just think the talent's terrible. The offensive line looks good. I like the offensive line. That can help you guys out. Um, third place, Arizona Cardinals. Second place, Los Angeles Rams. First place, San Francisco 49ers. Okay, so what I have, exact same list. So I have Seattle Seahawks. They are not my first overall pick. They're really? in the top five. Well, so you'll see. I I'll okay. just say it. Okay. I have Houston as the number okay. one. Okay. Um. So then I have Seattle is my fourth seed. I have the Cardinals as my third seed. I have the Rams as my second seed, and I have the 49ers pulling out this division. Although I have the Niners and Rams at the same record. Yeah. But I think the Niners will have tiebreakers. I think. Uh, I think again, a lot of what we've talked about with San Francisco is how much everything hinges on Trey Lance. But I think even if he's not perfect and he's not great to start, Kyle Shanahan is a coach that knows how to scheme this team to win. I think that prevails out. I'm also, just on the note of the Rams, I'm worried about Matthew Stafford's elbow. I'm worried about that. If he gets hurt, that team's done. They're cooked. Yeah. They're cooked. I, there's no other better way to put it. I think if the they don't have Matthew Stafford, I don't 
I don't see them having a winning record. No, I don't either. And I think for people who doubt Matthew Stafford, at least in my mind, if he did get hurt, you would see how valuable a player he truly is once again. I mean, yeah, anyone who acts like he's not a top 10 quarterback is crazy. You're insane. Yeah. You're so crazy. I I mean, he won a Super Bowl. I don't know how you said exactly. Like, my whole thing with Stafford is like, the talent was always there in Detroit. He finally just got a team that matched him with talent and actually gave him a winning environment to be in. Well, so one other thing is people love to say like, oh, Matthew Stafford feasted on like with Cooper Cup. and But then they don't put Cooper Cup as their best receiver. So it's like so weird that like people will be like, yeah, Cup is the reason Stafford was good. And then turn around, won't have Cup as the best. I don't know. And then last thing, last thing I'll mention on this division, I don't have the Cardinals making the playoffs. I don't either. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about one thing before we move on. What do you think about Geno Smith over Drew Locke? I think it's silly. Can I would have gone with Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke is a guy, you know what Geno Smith is at this point in his career. There's nothing that's going to change in terms of what he is. You know what Geno Smith is. With Drew Locke, I know he's had the ups and downs. There are still things, though, I think talent-wise that you could possibly unlock and discover there. I think they should have gone with a guy who actually presents the potential to be something, not for the choice that they already know what it is. Leland said, I'll play quarterback instead of Geno. I feel might like as, and- Might as well. Might as well. I can't yeah. believe they went with Gene. What are you doing? No, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. All right, let's move into Suck our next. CJ. Suck for CJ. Suck for CJ. Let's move into our next division, which is the AFC North. All so right. let's do our list. What do you All have right. as clerk? Fourth place. I really struggle with this. I'm going to be completely honest. Really struggle with this. I have okay. the Pittsburgh Steelers at fourth place. I will not be shocked if they finish third or second somehow, mainly third. Do they have a winning record in your? In your they prediction? don't have a winning record. I have them oh, not. Wow. Have a winning record. First time in Mike Tomlin's career. I would say so, but I said that last year they were close, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Um, Browns, I have as third place. I have the Baltimore Ravens in second place. I have them being the number six overall seed in the AFC. And then I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning the division and being the number three overall seed in the AFC playoffs. I think our playoff prediction for the AFC is exactly I think it's probably going to be the exact same at this point. I think it's the exact same. The only one that would be the AFC South is my Yeah, it's the only one. We'll have to see when we get to the South, but yeah. So my my AFC North prediction is I have the Browns in last. I have the Steelers in third. I have the Ravens in second. And I have the Cincinnati Bengals at number one. Yeah. So when when I lined up this division, the biggest question mark is when Deshaun Watson comes back. But I had the Browns having two wins by that point. Yeah. So they ended up winning a lot. Like I gave them five wins. They ended up with seven and nine, which I I think you'd look at as probably a a good sign, but I don't see them as a playoff team. I also have the Steelers at a losing record at eight and nine. Mm -hmm. So I think they're, but I've been wrong before. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I I agree. If Pittsburgh does go under five, I think Pittsburgh, again, for whatever people have dirt expectations of them right now, they will easily surpass that again. Yeah. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season as a head coach. No. And I have a really difficult time, even though I do see it happening. It, it won't be like a 3-1-4-1 season. He won't let that happen. It won't happen. Yeah, so if, if you're betting, bet the over on the Steelers. They're probably going to beat it. They do it every year. Yeah. They always exceed expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about in the AFC North? I mean, yeah, I think I think I, I will touch on this. Um Bengals and Ravens, I think it's going to be really close all year. It's going to be really close. I think both are, again, I've said both, I think are Super Bowl Bowl caliber teams. 
I think the big thing it's going to figure into it, though, is I think both teams, the Ravens defense might be better, I think, overall. Bengals still have a good defense. I think the biggest thing is that the Ravens skill position players yeah. are not going to cut it. It's going to get hurt. It's, I mean, something's going to cut at that point. I mean, think about it. They're a Mark Andrews injury away from really having a whole bunch of question marks everywhere at the pass catcher position. For sure. But I'm also a guy will say I will not be surprised if Lamar Jackson wins an MVP again this year. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. No. Also, another player that I think could really break out for the Ravens is J.K. Dobbins. No, I think J.K. I, I Dobbins JK. could be really good for them. Yeah, and then again, I, I guess he... I, my only my only note on the Bengals itself is uh, I people always talk about the Super Bowl hangover. I think again, I'm a fan, but I think this is a team that breaks that Super Bowl hangover. I'm not going to bet against Joe Burrow at this point, from what I've seen. Um, I think that team is far too talented. I think the coaching staff's gotten better. The defense has gotten better. Um, I don't see them taking a step back. I see this team getting better. If it wasn't for the fact that you had an unbelievable AFC West, I think the Bengals and Chargers will be really close for that two and three seed. It's going to be a coin toss. I think the one, two, and three are going to be very close all the way through. But yeah. it's going to be a dogfight to the end, and I think the Bengals are a supremely talented team. I don't see a Super Bowl hangover happening. Yeah, one point that Leland – brings up about the Ravens before you move on is that people are underrating the Ravens, not putting into play that their whole team was injured. No, they were. Ravens were, which they were. I mean, it's kind of a miracle that they ended as good as they did. Yeah. All right. So let's move on into our next division, which is the NFC North. So we are now in the NFC North. Clark, what is your list? All right. In last place, I have the Chicago bears. Of course. Of course. Uh, this is a team I think will probably have the number three overall pick in this year's draft. Um, pray for Justin Fields. That's all I have to say. Hey, did you see him in preseason last night? Yeah, he almost died. He looks great, but then he almost died because people try to kill him, I guess. Yeah. Third place, sneaky. Didn't put him down as a playoff team. Really almost kind of wanted to. The Motor City Kitties, the Detroit Lions. I have them in the number three. America is in love with Dan Campbell, and it's only grown because of HBO Hard Knocks. Um, in second place, at my number five seed in the NFC, I have the Green Bay Packers. And as the first place, and I have as the number three overall seed in the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings. Man, I think our playoff predictions are going to be exactly You really didn't have Green Bay as number one? No. When I lined up the schedule. So when I lined up the schedule, I had the Bears at four and 13, the Lions at eight and nine, the Packers at 10 and seven and the Vikings at 11 and six. Yeah. So, and I think it's the difference in scheduling where the Vikings finished in second last year, Yeah, which means they get to play a little bit easier teams. Whereas the Packers still have to play all of those one seeds. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I lined it up, I had the Vikings winning, which is funny because I thought you were crazy for saying that hot take, but. I think when I just look at the Vikings, um, I like the fact they brought in an offensive-minded head coach. Will it hurt to miss Mike Zimmer? I think defensively, yes, it will. But I think they'll be okay on that end. But bringing in an events offensive-minded coach and combining that and giving you know someone Kirk Cousins is more comfortable with, and you have Justin Jefferson, who I think is a top two, top three receiver in the NFL out there. Adam Thielen's still good. Skill position group I really like. Dalvin Cook in the backfield. They should be set for this season. Green Bay. I know they have Aaron Rodgers. I love the defense. The defense is nasty. Um, Alan Lazard is your number one scares me, man. That scares oh, me. Oh, it really day. scares me. I don't know. I mean, I know Aaron's got a great arm and he fits everything in there, but someone's got to get some separation. 
Yeah, I just want to throw this out here. Leland says he still has the Packers going eight and nine. I don't see it. I don't see it. Aaron won't let that happen. When's Aaron been on a full season and been out there and let something like that happen? He's too good. He's too good. I don't think it's gonna happen. I get it though. Is there anything else you want to talk about this division? I don't feel um, like it's that interesting, to be quite honest. It's really not that interesting. Um, I will say this uh, for Detroit Lions fans, if there's any are out there, you guys for the first time in a long, long time are going in the right direction. Oh, for sure. This Lions team has a real culture, and I know HBO Hard Knocks overblows everything, but that's a team that looks like it has leaders, really does care, and has a feeling to it that they're going in the right And I think what people are underrating too. I think they have slammed, hit the ball out of the park with their last two drafts. I've loved their last two drafts. I think the one question mark, though, is what do you do with the quarterback position moving forward? Which I don't, I don't think Goff is that bad. I think, so. I think that's the thing. I think they're going to be good enough to win seven, eight games this year, playing themselves out of a top spot. But this team showed that they were willing to move up in the draft and get a guy like Jameson Williams. I bet they would be willing to do that again with a quarterback. Who knows, though? I got to say, the one thing is with this division is I think this might be the worst one in football. You think it's the worst one? I think so. Maybe besides the AFC South. Maybe the AFC South worse. It's pretty bad. You know, it's, okay, we're not gonna. I'll, I'll talk. We'll wait till we get there. But uh, yeah, I think the NFC North is to me. It's just like it's two teams, then two other teams. So all right, so let's move on to our next one, which is the AFC East. AFC East. I so will say now. I think the AFC East is probably the second worst division of football. Oh really? Yes. I think there's going to be some stinker teams here that people don't see coming. All right. Well, let's talk about it. I actually yeah. have them at higher records than I thought I would. So how, what? what's your order? Last place, I have the New York Jets. I feel like it's kind of what everyone has. I know people are predicting this like, oh, like I found the new Cincinnati Bengals for this year. It's the New York Jets. No, it's not. Um, no. Pats at number three. I have the Patriots finishing third. Um, I have the Dolphins finishing second. And I have it first place, and your number one overall seed in the AFC is going to be the Buffalo Bills, and that is because they are going to kill every single team in this division, and they are going to roll because this team is stacked. That's what I have. What do you got? Uh, pretty much the same list. Right. I have the New York Jets at the bottom. I have the Miami Dolphins tied at okay. second with the New England Patriots, and then I have the Buffalo Bills at a record of 14-3. and three. Yeah. So I have the Pats and Dolphins at 9-8. and eight. So mm-hmm. I think they'll just be win on like just have winning records, but not make the playoffs. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. Um, I, I think the dolphins and Pats are certainly close. Um, Kelly's giving me a thumbs down for the other room. I'm sure Kelly is giving you a thumbs down, but it's, I, I, when I look at the dolphins, I, I just can't buy Tua. I can't do it. I know that team and I, I really want Tua to be good. Cause I think again, I think Tua seems like a really nice guy. Um, Unfortunately, when you turn on the tape, being a nice guy doesn't get you a lot sometimes, man. I don't think this is a playoff team. I think they move off them after this year. Um, I just don't see him breaking out like a lot of people do. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think that Tua underthrown ball thing is a little yeah. overblown. Last night but... was underthrown too, but you know. Yeah, but it's hard to throw a ball 50 times. I know. It's I know. I'm giving I, So I, I think the Pats are going to finish in second. I think they're probably going to win tiebreakers over Miami. Mm-hmm. I think the Pats are a little underrated right now. Okay. Um, I could so, honestly see them sneaking in because they play Denver. Honestly, that head-to-head matchup might be the difference between that last play. So here's my game. thing with New England. Um, I think that ta- roster is so talent-deprived. I agree, but that's another team with a good coach that just seems to win. 
I know, but they don't have an offensive coordinator picked, Ethan. I agreed, but again, it's a it's a team I'm never going to bet against the coach. That team always seems to win. Until they start losing, I'm not going to pick them. I mean, I think this they is had 10 wins last year. I know they had 10 wins last year, but the roster got worse. They don't have an offensive head, <laughs> offensive coordinator. And I still I like Mac Jones. I do. I'm still just a little worried about him. I don't no, think I you can, in year two, I don't think you can ask him to carry this team. I get it. All right, let's move in to the NFC East. The NFC yeah. East predictions. What do you have that division shaken up to be? NFC East is just an absolute diabolical bombshell. <laughs> uh, I never know what to think of this division. I, um, I think the for sure thing is that the Giants finish last. Okay, I have the um, same thing. I, for some reason, have drank some Kool-Aid on the Washington Commanders. They'll finish third. Keep an eye on them. That's all I'm saying. Keep an eye on them. Okay. I won't be shocked if they make some noise and maybe skate into a uh, skate into a playoff spot. I wouldn't right. be shocked. Second place, missing the playoffs. Ooh. Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so this is our first difference in a playoff. Spot. Okay, I, I don't see it with Dallas. Um, I have questions. I don't love that Zeke's still the number one in the backfield there. I think Dak's a really good quarterback. But there's no Amari Cooper there anymore. I like CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup gets hurt a lot. Offensive line gets hurt a lot. They just lost Tyron Smith. That's huge. Um, I like parts of their defense. I also don't like some parts of their defense. I think their number one corner is Trayvon Diggs. Can be really good with his ability to turn the ball over. I also know he gets burned quite regularly. My number one, I'm going with the hot hand. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles. They'll win the division. They will be the fourth seed. I've liked what they've built there. I trust the coach in Philly more than I do Mike McCarthy, too. Karen, uh, I Again, uh, I'll talk about Philly a little bit. Again, I think this team is really sneaky good. I don't. I would not be surprised if this – this is another player that I think could be in MVP conversations by the end of the – I think Jalen Hurts, if he plays up to potential with the supporting cast around him, I think he could be in MVP conversation. No, he'll have some talks. He'll have some talks if he plays up to it. If he plays up to it, I think Nick Sirianni is a good hire. I think he's a good coach. For everyone that acts like he's not smart, the adjustment he made in the middle of the year was huge for them to completely change their entire identity from a pass-having offense to run-heavy offense. Mm -hmm. That's a huge change to make over your bye week, and it worked. No, it's I I totally agree. I think an underrated thing, too, with Philly, I think I like Philly's defense a lot. I think Philly's defense has gotten better. I think they play tough. And yeah, and Siri, uh, Nick Sirianni totally changed it. That team was dead in the water. He was like, fine, this is our strength. We're just going to play on it all the time, and things got a lot better. Plus, A.J. Brown, too, they got. I feel like a lot of people forget they have Devontae Smith, Devonta Smith, who was great last year, Yeah, I thought. So pair those two together, Goddard at tight end. I like this team quite a bit. Honestly, Quez, Quez Watkins is also a nice slot receiver just because of his speed. Yeah, I, mean, I do. I agree, got- I agree. They got some nice pieces there. Uh, I have them as my number one team. Leland does too. I have them also as my fourth seed at a record of 10 and seven. I have the commanders and giants tied. So my, how mine went was four was the New York giants. Three was the commanders. Two was the Cowboys and one was the Eagles. I had the giants and commanders tied at six and 11. Mm-hmm. And then I had Dallas at nine and eight. Yeah. 
which it sneaks into my seventh seed mm-hmm. in the NFC. Gotcha. No, I get it. I understand it. I, I just something about Dallas. I don't know. I just don't feel it this year. I don't feel it either. But let's talk about the AFC South, who I think is probably the worst division. This is the worst division of football, easily. I don't think it's really much of a contest. All right, so l- let's hear it. How does it break down? Uh, I have in last place, sadly, Daddy Longneck, Davis Mills, and the Houston Texans. I have them in last. I actually think Davis Mills will probably be pretty good this year. I don't know what they'll do with them. If they have the number one overall pick, you really can't stay on with Strouds there. doesn't make much sense. Maybe you trade them off and you can find something. Who knows? Jacksonville Jaguars, I have them at number three. I think this team will improve quite a bit this year. I think they'll probably have a good chance to maybe split in the division. I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I know people are down on him after last season, but I still wouldn't think when you look at him, physically, gift-wise, this is one of the most talented quarterbacks that have come out in the football in the last 15, 20 years. I'm not giving up on him yet. I still really like him. See room for improvement in Jacksonville. Second place, missing the playoffs. They will move off their quarterback after this season. The Tennessee Titans. I don't see them making it. Um, I see them missing. I think Derrick Henry starting to slow down a little bit. They cannot ask him for a fourth straight year to carry every single part of that offense. A.J. Brown trade didn't make sense. Robert Woods is your number one now in theory. Think about that. That's a little scary. I know they brought in, obviously, um, Traylon Burks, but I also don't buy Tannehill. I think Tannehill's a little bit cooked. I think he's just mid. Not good, not bad, just right in the middle. First place, Colts like the roster. Um, I think they got some good catch catchers on the outside. I think they have the most consistent quarterback play in Matt Ryan. I think if you turn on the Matt Ryan tape last year, he didn't get enough credit for making the Falcons better than what they were. They were not a 7-9 team last year. He made them into that. I think you put them there. They're my number four seed. Definitely a team I don't think I would want to play in the playoffs. Um, So, yeah, that's my standings. Yeah, so I have Houston at the bottom. They're my number one pick in the draft. Rip Houston. Uh, Number two is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number three is the Tennessee Titans with a losing record of eight and nine. Wow. And then I have the Indianapolis Colts at 11 and six, which is also my fourth seed. Mm. I think Indianapolis in the playoffs could be a little a little sneaky mm-hmm. just because Jonathan Taylor, depending on how healthy he is at that point, he can really grind out yards and could make it tough for you, especially if you're going on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about the AFC South? I feel um, like this- no, again, uh, I think my only note is, again, if you're a Jaguars fan, feel a little bit more optimistic this season. I do like some of the moves that they made. I think the team will certainly be improved. Be patient with Trevor Lawrence. Last year, to me, was a complete wash. He got screwed. They put him – I mean, Urban Meyer was the head coach. That was a disaster. He'll get better. Trust me. Yeah, he'll be better. It'll just be interesting how that team actually shapes up. Yeah. All right, so our last one, the NFC South. How do you see the mm-hmm. NFC South stacking up? So in last place in the NFC South, the number one overall pick, Atlanta Falcons. I think midway through the season, the Falcons will switch over to Desmond Ritter. I think that will be the smart play. I like Desmond Ritter a lot. I think if you watch Desmond Ritter in the preseason, you realize why I like him a lot. In third place, I have the Baker Mayfield-led Carolina Panthers. That team is the definition of mid, folks. They are mid. They are just mid. Um, at number two, I have famous Jameis and the Saints. Seven seed in the playoffs. I see them making it. I like what they're doing down there. Only question is the head coach. I know it's a big question mark, but that's where I have it. And at number one, and my number one overall seed in the NFC, I'm going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their quarterback who looks like he just got back from two weeks of having plastic surgery on his face. So there you go. Uh, so I have the exact same list. 
At the bottom, I have the Atlanta Falcons. In third, I have the Carolina Panthers. In second, I have the New Orleans Saints. And at number one, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are my number one seed. I have them going 14-3. and three. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be incredibly good. Um, the Saints, I also have at 9-8, and eight, which is tied for Dallas for my seventh seed. Yeah. Uh, they had a matchup, and I gave the Cowboys that game. Mm-hmm. So that's what gave them the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. But I can see it going either way. I'm not going to lie. Um, Carolina is the most overrated team in the league. I don't know why people are acting like that. I don't know why they team. are either. It's so That silly. team is so bad. I don't I don't get it. I just look at Carolina. It's like I said, they're just mid. I'm like, oh, Baker, mid. DJ Moore, I like. Robbie Anderson, mid. mid. Christian McCaffrey will get hit hurt in four weeks. Defense is okay. So Man. I have Atlanta with a top five pick. I don't have them with the worst. Yeah. So the only team I have three with three wins is Houston, and then I have three teams with four wins. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. I think this division is interesting. I mean, it's just going to get steamrolled by the Buccaneers. They're going to beat all these teams. Well, well, I guess it's not, you know, Sean Payton there anymore, so the Saints will probably no. lose to, you know, Tom Brady again and his new cheekbones. But All right. You yeah. ready to go through our playoff pictures? Yes. All right. So what is your AFC playoff picture? Well, if you have not been keeping track, my number one overall seed, the Buffalo Bills. The number two overall seed, the Los Angeles, formerly known as San Diego Chargers. The number three seed, I have my Cincinnati Bengals coming out of the AFC North yet again. As my fourth overall seed, down, or not really down, but in Indianapolis, I have the Colts. At number five, I have Kansas City as probably the last five seed you'd ever want to see in the playoffs. In the sixth spot, I have the Baltimore Ravens led by their fearless leader in Lamar Jackson, who should get a new contract there after the season. And in seven, I have Broncos country, let's ride in Denver and Russell Wilson. So I have the exact same list. Um, but if that's how the playoffs shake up, the NFL is going to oh, love these opening matchups. They would love that. Chargers and Broncos and Bengals and Ravens. I know. They would and then they Chiefs would and Colts. Up. Chiefs Colts would be fun. Yeah. It would be good. All of those matchups are really good. The league, that'd be really good for the league if this is how it ends up. No, that would be a blessing for them. They would eat that up. So who do you have coming out of the AFC? So my AFC team that I have Who's coming out of it, pick? my Super Bowl pick is the team um, that I think is due. Um, that's going to be the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills get to the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think this is a really tough one because I think the Bills, Bengals, and Chargers all really good cases. It's really tough to separate them out, but I just feel like Buffalo is the one seed. Everything going through Buffalo – tough to see someone going in there and stopping that so they are my number one they will be the afc representative in the super bowl yeah so i was mauling between two teams it was either going to be buffalo or my team the la chargers i ended up going with the chargers i think i think this is the year i think they finally pull through it might be the homer in me it might be the optimist i i just see when they line up the playoff picture if they're the second seed I mean, going into Buffalo in the AFC Championship would be tough. It it would be really difficult. But if anyone can do it, I think it's this these. I think what what I'm really basing it off is the edge rushers are going to get to Josh Allen in that kind of matchup of Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa. The Bills' offensive line is just okay. 
And I think those edge rushers are going to be the difference and will eventually take the Chargers to the Super Bowl. See, I think for me, the big difference would be it's a dumb, warm weather team going to play. I actually think the weather would be the biggest thing. I don't think the Chargers would handle it well. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. So let's go over to the NFC. What is your NFC playoff picture? So my NFC playoff picture is as follows. At seven, I have famous Jameis, Mr. Kravlegs himself, and this New Orleans Saints is the number seven seed. At the sixth seed, a very, 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 very dangerous six seed. I have the Los Angeles Rams. At number five, another incredibly dangerous team. I have the Green Bay Packers at number five. At number four, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. At number three, I have the Kirk Cousins hitting the gritty Vikings. At number two, I have the Trey Lance, who is dating, I believe, Colin Coward's daughter, San Francisco 49ers. And the number one seed, and the Mr. 45-year-old plastic surgery, Tampa Bay, Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Tom Brady. So I I can't believe our lists are basically the same. My seventh seed is the Dallas Cowboys. Six is the LA Rams. Five is the Green Bay Packers. Four is the Philly Eagles. Three is the Minnesota Vikings. Two is the San Fran 49ers. Number one is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So you go. You tell me who your NFC choice is. I said it last week on the show. It's it's the right. 49ers. It's the 49ers. Give me a little explanation and a little fresher. So the reason I think the 49ers is when I match it up, if they finish in the second seed, they get to play either the Saints or the Cowboys, who I think they would steamroll. Okay. I think those are by far the weakest teams, which means they get a steamroll. Going into the next week, they would get to play either the winner of the Packers or Eagles, which I think they would beat that team too. And then in the NFC, they would either play the Buccaneers or whoever manages to scrape out. And when I look at their roster, I think it's the most complete in the NFC. The only question is the quarterback with Trey Lance. But I think Kyle Shanahan can make it work. Even if Trey Lance isn't that good, I think Kyle Shanahan is such a genius in offense. I think they'll be able to get there. The fact that he's made Jimmy G so relevant and they got to the NFC Championship game with him last year, Kind of makes me think they're they're going to repeat. Gotcha. I like it. I understand it. I totally do. So, who's your pick? Do you remember the last time Aaron Rodgers was a wild card? 2010. What did they do that year? They did go to the Super Bowl. My NFC representative is still, I'm betting on Mr. Immunization. I have the Green Bay Packers wow. winning the NFC. I think Green Bay will go in. I know I had Minnesota winning the division. I think Green Bay gets in that five seed. I think they go into the playoffs getting hot and they do a repeat of what they did that season. I think they go through that defense carries them. Aaron Rodgers is ticked off at what happened last year. They figure it out. They win the NFC. That's who I have. My one question mark is, do you think they have enough firepower if they get into a shootout with like the Rams or the Buccaneers? I don't think, I think if they got into that, I would trust Aaron Rodgers to make it happen. Really? I really would. I know what happened last year. I really, really do understand what happened last year. I don't know if I'll see it. Ha- I don't think it'll see it happen again. I would trust him enough to make it work. Yeah, I see your point. I just feel like there's he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. I, I get the point. Um, would not be my pick. So how about no, you? No, I know it wouldn't or- be your pick. I just think he would get it. I just think him getting in that Green Bay gets hot at the end of the season and they just roll with it. Yeah, you might be right. I just I just don't think they have enough firepower on offense to do it. I get it. I get it. Especially because they're going to be on the road the whole time if they're the fifth seed. 
I think that's a that's a huge factor. I think a big thing that I'm leaning on here is that I don't think their defense will let it ever be a shootout. No, I, I think their defense is really good, but not being able to play in Lambeau in the entire playoffs, I think <laughs> didn't work out great for him last year. Didn't work put Aaron, out put Aaron Rodgers in a dome. Put him in a dome. Let him get no weather conditions. He'll tear everything up. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll wait and see. So, what is your Super Bowl matchup just lined up? My Super Bowl matchup is lined up as Buffalo and Green Bay. Who's your winner? Rejoice, Buffalo. I think you're going to avenge your four straight appearances of not winning. This is your year. Buffalo Bills will host the Lombardi Trophy. The Niagara Falls will overflow with chicken wing, buffalo sauce, and tons of suds. Congrats, Buffalo. I got you this year winning it all. Totally like that pick. So for me, it is the San Francisco 49ers versus the right. Chargers. And I'm having Justin Herbert hoist the Lombardi. Trophy. Oh God! Now we're see now we're all right. Homer. I just up. think I I so this is what I'd say. Either if I pick the Bills or the Chargers, I think the AFC is winning the Super Bowl, no matter I suppose. what. Yeah. I don't think any I don't think any of these teams match up to the top of the AFC in over in the NFC. I think I just think when I look at. When I look at the AFC versus the NFC, they're just way more talented on all levels. No, I and I think it, I they'll do. all be battle-tested in the playoffs mm-hmm. and just be better teams. And if I had the Chargers coming out, I think if they're the AFC team, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Totally understand it. I like the pick. We'll see. I mean, it's the homer in me. It's the me being hopeful. I actually put a $20 bet on the Chargers to win the Super Bowl earlier this week. Um, so we'll see if I cash it out. Hopefully I do. I decided to put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> a lucrative $20. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leland said he got Rams versus Chargers. I, I mean, it. the NFL would love an LA Super Bowl. LA versus LA. I don't see the Rams getting back. I don't see the Rams getting back, especially with the Stafford issues. They should suspend Aaron Donald too, by the way. He never talks about that, but Aaron Donald should be suspended. Yeah, we could talk about it here for the last couple minutes. But yeah, yeah Donald should be suspended i don't i mean yeah, miles garrett um, was suspended indefinitely she gets suspended and she get a steroid test real quick that's quintessential roid rage folks if you've ever seen it that no, was so no. bad i don't get i don't get how the nfl doesn't have rules against practices where no, all and this- that's the thing like oh they're gonna handle it internally that's not nearly enough that's terrible that's they're not gonna do anything the rams won't be like oh don't do that again please that was terrible it's terrible. It's really bad. And then we can talk about the other big story really quickly. Matt Ariza. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Yeah, I know people will always say oh. the comment is like. Sorry. Ben said, what did Aaron Donald do? Aaron oh, Donald. Ben, during- if you ever needed to. Yeah, uh, Ben. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt, Ethan. Uh, But if you ever just look up Aaron Donald Bengals Rams practice, Aaron Donald ripped off two Cincinnati Bengals players helmets and proceeded to do what Miles Garrett did. To Mason Rudolph a couple years ago and blast a Bengals player over the head. Fortunately, he had his helmet on, but he was swinging him like a madman. It's something I'd hardly ever seen. So, yeah, basically he tried to just assault everyone that was wearing a Bengals uniform with a helmet using it as a sledgehammer. So, pretty out of control. Pretty out of control. But let's talk about Matt Ariza. What do you yeah. So Crazy, right? I'll let you go first on it. I mean... It's so bad. It's I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad the Bills cut him, but I have to say it feels a little hollow when the report came out and then they still put him on the team playing. Like, yeah, you know, I I know people always say like, oh, well, what about the innocent until proven guilty thing? But 
and the Pizzas are mad that the Bills cut him or something like that. But the truth is, is that you know who's comfortable with him on the team anymore? He's accused of something horribly heinous, and from the images, if you've looked at it from that woman, are very difficult to look at. That whole story to read from the Los Angeles Times really difficult to just even go through. Um, I think you could hear it in uh, McDermott's awards after that night, after that preseason game. I think the decision was pretty much made at that point. Um, and I wish the Bills had made it quicker, but I will give them some props for making the correct decision here. This needed to happen. You can't have this in the league. For sure. I mean, I'm glad he's going to be out of the league. That'll be something to watch, though, if the Bills are able to get a punter. I mean, it won't really affect them all that much, but if they're able to find a backup. If they get Ty Long, who was on the Chargers last year, Ty Long sucks. Tom Ty is Long terrible. is – he's so bad. Like, he is so bad. I'm pretty sure he would lose the Bills one game. He is awful. I mean, yeah, you know, it's uh, – punting is never really important until you realize you have a shitty punter. And then you're like, oh, wait. Like, that was just a league average guy, maybe. You got anything else before we go? Uh, yeah. Um, just one more thing again. I don't know if anyone saw the Steelers Lions game today on uh, TJ Watts, like a nasty hit right to the knee. Um, again, any PSA to any head coach ever listening, stop playing your starters in the preseason. You're basically asking for something bad to happen. I also want to add, if you're a fan of a team, do not gloat about preseason wins. Oh, please don't. That is the worst thing. Like, Oh, my team went four and oh in the preseason. You're embarrassing yourself. Stop yeah. it. You're, you're being embarrassing. Just cut it out. Like all those Saints fans who are like, oh, we didn't go 0-3 and, and the Chargers did. They literally played their ones for the first three series against the Chargers threes. Exactly. It's of like, course they won. Yeah, it's not – I didn't even pay attention. I, like the last Bengals game, I, I kept close. I, I believe they beat the Rams, but if we lost, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, we won 0-3. Who cares? Who cares? Who no. cares? It's so pointless. I guess if you're the Ravens, you care, I suppose. But even then, it's like, well, what does it matter? All right. Well, this has been our show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for those that came on the live and are interacting with us. Ben, thanks for coming. Lilian, yeah, thanks for coming. Guys. Thanks for Drew Code. Uh, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Make sure to like and go see all of our stuff. Make sure to leave a like here, whether you're watching on Twitter or on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, make sure to leave a subscription. Make sure to like the video. And huge thank you to Manscaped and SeatGeek. Remember, you can use both of our promo codes. Manscaped, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code BACKSEAT. And with SeatGeek, you can get $20 off your first order with the promo code from the backseat. So this has been our show. We're not quite done with our NFL primer. At some point, we got to say our predictions of offensive Awards players. and various things. That kind of thing. So we got our Super Bowl predictions out. Let's see how wrong Clark and I are. But thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of it. Appreciate it, guys. Had a blast.